Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. This is your host, Trevor Jensen. With me as always is... Riley Clark. Oh, doggy. I forgot what episode we're on. <laughs> 64. Are we sure? Yes, 100%. Are, are you 100%? Because yeah, last time, last time, time it this. was 63 and it was really 63, but the time before that was 62. But so we can said we just 63. say 63A and 63B? <laughs> now we're at 63C? 64. Okay, it's 64. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm not actually, I lied. I'm not no sure page. at all. Thank God you wrote it down, because we've done so many of these, I don't remember where we're at. But, I mean, what's this episode about, Trevor? Oh, so much goodness! We are about to tell you guys a little bit about Mouth Cemetery. Because... Because we're about to go there tonight. Oh shit, fam! We're going on an investigation in our own kind of hometown. Yeah, and it's the first time we've actually put together our own group of... Paranormal investigators to go with bumpers. Us. Okay, well, it's not called night bumpers. crew. <laughs> <laughs> the night crew is together tonight for the first time in ever, and we are bringing a whole new series to you guys because it's that time of the year. It is that it's time of the year. It's almost spooky season. Spooky season is upon us, and we are going to be debuting our very new and original vlog series called yeah, buddy. Supernatural. Supernatural. <laughs> encounters why did you sound irish i don't know <laughs> but supernatural encounters is our new investigation series that we're going to be rolling out for this spooky season and for the upcoming future and it's going to include all of our investigations all of our i don't know any paranormal investigation that we do or even any type of other supernatural thing that we decide to do yeah like aliens yeah like if we're going to go on an alien tour in the middle of the woods and stare up at the sky i mean i'm going to classify that as an investigation so yeah me too but fuck yeah the reason we are going to Mouth Cemetery is because around here it is a big deal. It is one what of the oldest, the most haunted cemeteries. I mean, that's what they say. Yeah, I mean, that's what they say. I've had I've had experiences. I think Alex it's like had experiences. number one most haunted cemetery in Michigan, even at least West Michigan. Yeah, I would. I would Definitely assume West so. Yeah, I would assume in all of Michigan at that because it's. I don't know. It's fucking old, decrepit, falling apart. Yeah. Like. It dates back to the 1600s. It's completely abandoned now. Yeah, exactly. The 1600s, people, pre-Civil War. Like, come on now. Yeah, and it has had some crazy, crazy history. And Trevor, why don't you relay that information okay. to the people? So the reason they call it Mouth Cemetery is because it is near the mouth of the White River out there in the Montagues. It's in White River Township. Um, it is, It is old, like Riley said. Like, it... The oldest date on the headstones there that aren't washed off because they are so old, a bunch of them have no writing on it because they've been just worn and torn apart. But it dates back to 1851. There's also a ton of unmarked graves. And just random, like, mounds of dirt that you can tell that probably have been buried on. And it's like, why don't we just go ahead and tell them? There is a Native American village that was in close proximity to this burial ground, and well, it's been documented by one of the tribes people that decided to go on record, and I don't know if it was a newspaper or something like that, but 
they it was a lady right yes i don't remember what her name is or any like the super detailed details about it but she said that there was a pretty much like a war between tribes that killed off a very large number of one of these tribes and how'd they do it poisoning their water supply and not only that i'm pretty sure there was like a battle too that ensued like on on the, the tip was, of the north i of, believe like, there was River. some type of retaliation mm. which i mean that's very brutal and a lot of those bodies that died at that settlement where the cemetery now stands are actually buried in the ground there. and more than most and you can likely see the yeah and more than most likely there's probably bones and stuff that aren't even in marked graves that are just there yeah there's some crazy shit that goes down the, in the history that is surrounding this is pretty wild because i'll touch bases on this as well there was a doctor mr sadori sadori uh, he actually has a road and a bayou. Named is it Afro- Sidoni or Sidori? Sidoni. That's it's Sidoni. It. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's close to that, but it's a weird name, and he's yeah, a weird Sidoni. And he actually was involved in some type of cult. They Yeah, they say like a pseudo cult, like like the dude had a laboratory or something around yeah. there, so like a house he, or something. He actually, the reason why people think he was crazy, which doesn't seem so crazy now because we're talking about the same things he researched, yeah. is he believed that humans have a psychic ability and that we have the ability to talk to the afterlife he thought you could read people's minds by walking by them though yeah i mean he had some <laughs> he was outlandish out he had some outlandish ideas he wrote a bunch of books you can actually go look them up but i mean like the psychosis of people is very very wild like yeah. i wouldn't even believe that some people might even i mean have back more in the 1960s like potential do wanting to do paranormal investigations was, was outlandish so out there mm-hmm. like i can understand why people would look at him kind of like well there's the crazy scientist again yeah but his property is actually right next to yeah, where the cemetery right is up against the cemetery and his home has since been torn down but a lot of people believe that he haunts the cemetery yeah and with that being said there also was a chair that the police ended up taking out of there because people decided to try to abuse it too much and like oh we gotta go check this chair out and it was just bringing too much too much what do you want to call it like clout i guess yeah to the cemetery it, it was nicknamed the devil's rocking yeah chair. or sidoni's chair is what people would call it too but apparently I believe it was from his house correct something like that it, it had something like somehow it was connected to him i didn't really find a lot about why it was his chair no it's or not, anything like that a, a lot of what has to do with mouth cemetery is a lot of just stories yeah which is like and, word of mouth shit that's just been passed down and passed right down and right passed down, which still it's the most believable. accurate stuff you'll find there is actually at the cemetery where mm-hmm. they have like informational boards very much so but so this chair it's believed to bring misfortune to people that were sitting in it and there is a very tragic story of a young man who lived in the area and he sat in the chair and the exact year to the day he sat in that chair he tragically died in a car accident which is very suspicious i will i don't know if you can necessarily say it's because of the chair but on the very same day a year later is that coincidence? Crazy. I don't think so, so. Me and Trevor have been talking, obviously, just pondering ideas over the past couple of days since we came up with this idea of going there and starting this new series. There's my phone. phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we think that because of so much like demonic talk has came from this cemetery, like you got scratched there. I was scratched, yes. Uh, my coworker Chase, who will be joining us tonight in our investigation, has also been scratched super, there. Super, super scary. I believe Crouch has 
possibly even been he's been there but i don't know if he's been attacked i've known someone that yeah he said that he saw a full body apparition there which is just as wild so has chase yep so when we meet up with chase tonight we will definitely make sure that he shares his stories with us as well as his friend who is joining him with us in this investigation as well and jenna who's also in the studio she's the camera woman whoop whoop I don't know if Hopefully. you heard her, but she said, Whoop. She's in here. Trust us. <laughs> she's hanging out. Don't she's worry. Ha- she's petting butts. Yep. She's keeping the cat Wait, busy. Wait, that sounded weird. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> I forgot that butts is a butts. If you don't know my cat, his name Mr. Buttons, and we call him Butts. Yep. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening. So let's get back to the real heavy hidden information. So some of these graves, though, uh, I did a little research on, and they're pretty interesting. So the oldest grave in the cemetery is that of Christian Merck. Murky, Merk, it's M-E-R-K-E. I don't know exactly how to say that. I don't do grammar well, Murky. (laughs) But that is the oldest grave there. And then there is also a grave that belongs to a man that is said to haunt a lighthouse that is also very close to the White River in this cemetery. And that is the grave of Captain William Robertson, which he just sounds like a captain. His grave is actually very famous there because it's a very unique tombstone. Him and his wife are buried next to each other, yep. and the tombstone actually has their busts in it. If he you was, don't know what a bust is, like Jenna, y- it's yeah, a sculpture it's, of it's a face. Literally, it's face. But he was said to uh, <laughs> to have like tended the lighthouse there. Uh, it's the White River Light Station is what it is. But he tended it from 1875 to 1919, and he died when he was 87 years old, and he refused to retire because he just loved being the tender of the lighthouse. He also died on the day before he was supposed to retire. And it was in the lighthouse. And he is said to haunt that lighthouse, even though he's buried in mouth, which is in close proximity, like I said, to this lighthouse, which I wonder if he ventures back and forth from these two places because it would make sense which i also really want to get in touch with people that own this lighthouse and see if we can do an overnight investigation in there as well because that would be very interesting to investigate a lighthouse but he tended that lighthouse for 45 years it's a long time to re- like reside in somewhere like that and just mm-hmm. do that like even as obviously just a you job. would fall in love with it oh yeah he because, must have loved I mean, what he did you were back then even to this day, if you run a lighthouse, you're very important, especially if ships oh, are coming yeah. in and out. Especially in a little, like, like lake town like Montague and all. Yeah, like, White well, Lake. We is, live literally on the water. Yeah, White, White Lake is not that big of a lake. Mm-mm. But it is also a big lake because it's a funnel from Lake Michigan. Yeah, so. it's the mouth. <laughs> it's the mouth. So there is also an old settler that is named Quay Moqua. Okay. I know I might have butchered that, and I'm sorry for all the Native Americans that I, I probably offended with saying that, but she was an Ottawa woman that was born in an Indian settlement. It's actually Native American. I don't know why I wrote down Indian. It's not cool. <laughs> but uh, that was she was born by the Grand River, and then she came to the White Lake area as a young girl, and she married into the Ottawa tribe. And... She married a man whose surname was Anderson, and that's about all of the information I could find about it. But there is known Native American burial plots there that have headstones, too. So it's like they've been in the area for a long time, mm-hmm. which makes sense on why you hear about these tribe massacres that happened in the late, like in the late 1600s. And then and who knows what happened even on the I land before that? I was just going to say, we don't even know. And, like, 
it's it is crazy to think that it dates that all the way that far back. But then, not even the weirdest part is, in 1859, all of these records about the burials, um, about financial records, city officials decided it was privy to burn all of the records because they couldn't reconcile any of their finances. So they said, fuck it, burn it all. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to take care of your debt. Just, I ain't going to pay it, burn it. <laughs> if we burn it, don't exist. <laughs> Literally. So they burned all the burial records, all their financial records. They said, we ain't paying it. Goodbye. And yeah. a lot of the history was lost, which is fucking tragic because there, there was a lot of good stuff there, I'm sure. Like, everything that dated back that far, they just got rid of it. And now we can only word of mouth from people's families right. that passed it down. But let's touch bases on the lore that we do know about the cemetery. See. So, there's a legendary stump that used to have a wooden cross stuck in the stump. Fucking vandals, though. If you go to these places, I swear to fucking God, Leave do it better not than you left. fuck it up. Yes. Do not vandalize. Do not break things. It is so disrespectful to not only the people that are buried there, but to everybody who wants to enjoy this kind of stuff. Where it's like... It is a sacred place of rest. Let these people rest. Like, yeah. it's bullshit that you go in there and you spray paint and break their headstones. Like, who does that? Like, the reason I want to go there is I want to see if we can uncover some of the history. Or talk to some of these people that live there. Right. Well, I mean, not live there, but, like, reside there. Their energy is still, like, is still there so we can hear what they want to say. Their body will be the end of eternity. Yeah. You know and what I mean? So, like, that's their home. To thistles and to dust is all we are like one day we will all go back into the ground and turn into dust and i do know there's some weird stories of people actually doing satanic rituals and remnants of satanic rituals on that stump because people like to mess with things that they might not want to i know a lot of people have also done a ouija board and had crazy things happen on the ouija board i've yet to use a ouija board and i'm really interested in a Ouija board tonight. I really want to, but I don't know if that's the really best place to start. Yeah. But the last really known thing, obviously, we touched bases on the devil's chair that's no longer there. Um, but the other thing is the water pump that Trevor touched. Yes, there is a, a well that goes deep into the ground that has a hand pump that you can basically pump water out of. I don't, I don't know think, if it still it, works. I don't think it works I don't anymore. think it works either. It might have dried up, but there is speculation that since the native americans that ended up warring with each other had poisoned the water supply that there is something connected to that i mean it makes total sense it does i mean that, I've, i got scratched the water from playing there with that. led to a ton of misery and death if it not makes sense bringing like all the demons out at that point because like you said it is connected to death like death usually brings out the worst people and who knows what something so traumatic like that and horrifying could have possibly brung to the land. Exactly. Like, we're talking potentially something that could be ancient. Oh, Wendigo. I fucking hope not. That'd be so scary. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the Wendigo. I don't want to be scary. One. But I mean, really, like anything could happen here. People have reported hearing voices, uh, demonic. Knocking, scratches, knocking, silhouettes, of shadows, the Trinity, silhouettes, yep. full body apparitions. A being lot touched, of shit. orbs, being run up on, footsteps. Like, we're talking everything a paranormal investigator wants to experience has happened here. Bugs hitting you in the face. Bugs hitting <laughs> you in the face. 
ticks. Yeah, ticks are the, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm unbelievably excited for this because it has been a good handful of years since I've been there, and I really wonder what it looks like And now. I've never been there. Which is even more exciting because you're going to be like, this is Either fucking Jenna. creepy. Both yeah. of you are going to be like, this is yeah, fucking so me creepy. me and Jenna are virgins tonight. It is down a dark, dark wooded fucking road that looks like it's straight out of the hills have eyes, and then you come up on this literally black iron gate like fence that has Old like stakes all I've around it pictures, yeah it's and it is brutally scary like and if if you're not prepared and you walk into the dark there's no saturation of light around there whatsoever there might be a few residents we might get lucky tonight because of a full moon yeah but the thing is all the people's houses or like the locations that are there are unmanned because they're all people that live out of state and they just have property there. So it's pretty much as secluded as it could get, which is awesome. So we'll touch bases on what we're bringing tonight. We are bringing the two millimeters that I have. Four recorders, right? I think we have four recorders now. Seven. Oh, it's seven recorders. <laughs> seven recorders. Shit. We have night vision camera. We're not bringing the GoPro because I... Fortunately, don't have a card with enough memory right now. Cassette face. Because I went to Alaska and used and it all up. smashed that up. <laughs> um, I got we, a new iPhone that's got pretty good capabilities for recording stuff. We have the Polaroid camera. Hopefully it works because we were having issues earlier. We have a, I don't even know what to call it, like a, not a DSLR camera, but a straight up like nice like couple hundred dollar camera. An Olympus camera. I, I don't know what else to call it. Then what else do we got? Um, spirit boxes. We yep. have just the normal spirit too. box, and we have the SP7. And then Chase said he has a REM pod. REM, yeah, he has an electric EMF. I don't know if he found the REM pod. We'll okay, that's we fine. Because he recently moved, and he doesn't know where he put it. Uh, but he does have a new EMF detector that is all LCD like display. So, so it's just pretty sweet. Take a take a quick second to think about that. If we get any type of electrical activity out in the middle of the woods, how do you explain that? I mean, you yeah. can like skeptics are gonna say that your phones are gonna make it go off, but it really isn't that sensitive unless you put it right up against it. It has to be almost touching it. Yeah, and yeah, you can be inside of a room. And it won't read anything until you put it by an outlet. So it's like, if we're just walking around in the woods with that just in our hands, nothing else, and it starts going off, I'm gonna go ahead and say that skeptics and we can't also really have talk the millimeter, which has a digital display. So if mm -hmm. that's matching the EMF detector, yeah. If like, it says this like 10 milligauss, and then you got the red line on the on the EMF detector, it's like I don't know how to explain that. So I mean, basically, we have all of the paranormal tools you could ever want we just need more night vision cameras yeah we just have the one right now if you want to fund our <laughs> our investigations you can go, go find some and go, send us go buy some, some merch i was gonna say buy some merch or if you want to just straight up email us and say hey i will uh send you guys these knockoff gopros that you can buy on amazon for 40 dollars. we can switch those to straight up night vision cameras yeah because we looked up how to do it <laughs> and it's not hard so not if hard you want to like help our cause send us <laughs> some fucking cameras <laughs> Straight what up. goes bump podcast Just, at gmail.com come on please i mean i really appreciate it well you can it. cash up us at what goes bump in the night if you do i swear to god i will shout you out and be your biggest fan yeah because you'll probably be our biggest fan at that point i love you yeah. i love everybody but i'm honestly like we're about a couple hours from when we planned to heading out it's starting to get I'm dark shaking. now i'm like i've been so like excited all day i'm, I'm a little bit nervous wet sweat 
It is also very hot, Trevor. You might be sweating. <laughs> I might just be sweating. <laughs> but I've just been geeked all freaking day. To we've do talked this. about it all week. Like we've yeah, been back and forth day. in the group chat every about day how in the excited group chat we are. Just like we're fucking doing you ready this. For you ready to go for Friday? It might thunderstorm. I don't fucking care if it's raining. I'm fucking doing it. And guess who's making his triumphant return? <laughs> Mr. Ducky! The straight-up, light-up duck that made his debut at the Eloise Asylum where he showed us that ghosts are real. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we found another one. And Thank we're going to use it as a trigger Ducky. object tonight. So, unlike the investigations where I had in Alaska with no trigger objects. Yep. Except at the Also, Wasilla, it's not like negative 15 degrees out. <laughs> yeah. I did try trigger objects in Wasilla, but it didn't work. And also... If you've seen our teaser, Check post teaser. that on Facebook. The Wasilla investigation video recap is coming very soon. I'm almost done with it. You should also check out the Man in Theater 4. Yes. That Go is, check that out. Riley did a stellar job on that video. It is awesome. And we caught some, well, he caught some killer evidence that really, really points that orbs are energy coming through in many different forms and ways because... There is no way you can explain in a pitch fucking dark room with no lights on that an, uh, a light up orb just decides to just float its way around the the fucking equipment that he has in his hand and it makes it go off. There's yeah. just I don't and I don't think EMF you can just was, say that. The melmeter was reading it too, so that's what's really crazy. And you want to tell me that's a light a lens flare or like, hey, that's somebody's phone. It literally bullshit. comes out of complete darkness. And yeah, just, bullshit. That is totally energy from something that... And like we always say, we orbs explain. always follow a linear path. And it definitely was not dust because it takes a couple juts where it's like not going just in a straight drop. It's like, hoo, hoo, behind That's your like, arm. Hoo, down. Oh, here I go Yeah, back. like it disappears behind and it the comes meter, back out. And then it pops back out. It's That's really, not dust. It just really crazy. It, and dust looks like snowflakes. That's not fucking snowflake. Just you got to see for yourself. Go check it out. Yeah, I guess we'll see it for yourself. YouTube. Just go to YouTube and type in the Man in Theater Four. It is literally the only thing on YouTube with that title. Nobody named anything else that cool. <laughs> but yeah, so we're hopefully going to continue rolling out more content like the YouTube channel. If you have a cemetery in West Michigan, you want us to go. You have let us know about a it. haunted house. You wanted us to do and go investigate. Yeah, you want us to come investigate your house because you're having some shit happen. We want to come. If find you it. know people that own places that are said to be haunted, and you want to talk to them and let them know that we are a paranormal group that likes to investigate very respectfully, and we would love, yeah, like love, we did at love. House. Exactly, we'd love to come through. Shed some light on the situation, you know, put your mind at ease if it is something that we can explain away and debunk it. But if it's not and we can tell you, hey, it's not going to hurt you, but this is a poltergeist activity or, hey, we saw some really scary shit. Uh, you might want to move. <laughs> like, <laughs> you might want to get a priest in here. Exactly. So just buy some sage. Get a hold of us. Like Riley said earlier, our email, our Facebook, like just give us a shout, people. We love you. Yeah, message us on Instagram any way you want to message us. Like, there's so many different ways to contact us, people. Mm -hmm. Really is. I would put my number out there on the old internets, but I don't know if I want all of that. My number calling. is on our Facebook page. So, See, feel so free give Riley to, a call. Feel Just free spam to give me him. A call or text me. Text probably works better. Don't scare me with your text, though. Be like, I'm the ghost that you met. I'm going to leave a voicemail in your inbox. <laughs> 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 you ever heard of the poopy bandit? <laughs> I was gonna say something dumb, but I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> that was even more dumb than you could probably make it. Oh god. 
Yeah, just don't show up to people's houses with flaming bags of poop if they tell you where to go. That that would definitely be terrible. But I mean, I just really want to go investigate as many places that are having activity as we possibly can because I absolutely adore this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got pulp? Got pulp. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Trevor said that in an episode. I didn't even catch it that I did. And it has become an inside joke with Everybody makes fun of me. <laughs> I didn't know I said got pulp. Got pulp. I meant milk. <laughs> got milk? He needs some pulp. <laughs> All right. We're just freaking now we're goofing. Sh- shooting the shit now. But we're going to... Get ready and mentally prepare for this investigation. Charge up everything, put batteries and everything. I mean, we already did that, so. <laughs> yeah, we already did that, Trev. But remember, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. Um, Spotify. I already said that. Podbean. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we already said that. Oh, YouTube. Uh, Instagram? Instagram. Facebook. Facebook. Apple Music. Thank you. Podcast. Apple Podcast. Is it Podcast? Apple. Deezer. Tune in. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, go to our Facebook page. It's on I the cover. Radio. You can freaking find us everywhere. Yeah, I heart radio. Um, Pandora? I think you're on Pandora, too. Yeah, we are on Pandora as well. Listen notes. Uh, there's so many different places. Places I didn't even know were a know. thing. Um, but yeah, we're super excited to bring this investigation for you guys. We're going to try to do it in like a vlog style for Facebook I'm gonna record and everything. It. So we're going to... If you've watched TFIL, we're going to kind of shoot it like that as our the fuck it list idea. <laughs> so hopefully we can somewhat emulate the way they we make We're going to rip them off all the way, but I mean, I don't know how to make a vlog. So yeah, we're, we're just still gonna wing getting it. new at this video editing thing, people. We're so winging it. please bear with us. As it we... took us this long to get this podcast to where it is now. So just bear with us, yeah, please. We're constantly learning. And if you want to help us with some techniques or... If an application make, that you use. Yeah, if you make videos for, videos for a living or just for fun and you're really good at it, just come teach me, please. <laughs> <laughs> or just give us tips because we, me and Trevor are both like very hands-on learners. We sponges. So we like to just kind of dip and dabble with the applications to learn ourselves. I'll try everything but, once except for hard drugs. Yeah, we're just carrying this on because we're killing time. But remember, folks, keeping your eyes open for what really goes. Bump in the night. Peace. Bye. Hopefully. I think. Ah, ghosts. Bye. Demons. <laughs> Everything else. <laughs>